Hello and welcome to the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. I'm Ashley Nickel with the Packer and PMG, and today we're bringing you an interview between our Northeast editor, Amy Souter, and Chelsea Consolo, one of our 2021 Women in Produce honorees. Chelsea is the Vice President of Produce Operations for Consolo Family Farms and Freshwave. We'll be releasing the full list of our 2021 Women in Produce honorees here in the coming weeks. Uh, We're really excited to get to recognize these women for their influence and contributions to the produce industry. So keep an eye out for that in uh, an issue of the Packer coming soon. And without further ado, we'll take you over to Amy's conversation with Chelsea. Hi, I'm Amy Souter, Northeast Editor of The Packer, and we have here with us Chelsea Consolo. Welcome. Hi, Amy. Good to be here with you. And Chelsea is one of our 2021 nominees for the uh, Women in Produce that we feature, uh, women in this industry who show uh, leadership and um, just impress the whoever they notified them, um, nominated them. Um, so uh, yeah, and we we took a vote on our on our staff and and agreed that Chelsea deserves to be featured. Um, so you are the vice president of produce operations for Consolo Family Farms and Fresh Wave in New Jersey. Um, is it Vineland and, and then another place? Yes, yeah, so our, our headquarters are located in Vineland, Egg Harbor City, and Hamilton. And by the way, thanks for the uh, nomination. Greatly appreciated. I feel very honored. So thank you so much. So tell me what your job entails. So um, operations is really a big part of my job, like the title says. Um, I really started off when I started off in the business, I started off mainly handling food safety. So when I came in out of college, that was my first thing that I started doing. Um, And then kind of as my position grew, I started getting involved in more things. I kind of started with marketing after the food safety. So then my position was food safety and marketing. Um, I got involved in kind of the brand management. And then I kind of took an interest in our farming operation. So then I became involved um, in the labor um, and a lot that the farming side of our business um, has. And I kind of developed a passion for that side. Um, So that's a lot of what my kind of day-to-day involves now. And like I said, my my passion kind of really is centered around the farming operation. So I really love that side of it. Um, And that's a lot of what my job um, is involved in now is the operations and the labor um, for our farm side of our business. But I also still handle a lot of the other stuff. Like I said, the food safety, the marketing, I also do a lot of our compliance, um, which kind of has a lot to do with food safety too, the um, labels um, and the compliance, a lot of our packaging I manage as well. Um, but really my passion and things I love about my job are um, the farming and the operation side of the business. I think what maybe a year and a half to two years or so ago, you were doing more of the food safety and the marketing. I think when, when uh, I got to visit your your farm, um, and then saw you again at a a New Jersey event um, by the the governor, um, like New Jersey season starting, and and everyone was at the Vineland area, um, showcasing it. 
So um, you're definitely doing a good job with the marketing because you're making me aware of everything. (laughs) Thank you. You were there. Your face was popping up. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, what, so like, could you break down what an actual day is like, like operations, like, uh, how about right now, what, what's happening? Um, I guess it's, it's not blueberry season. (laughs) We're kind of getting ready though. So it's April. So we're about to ramp up. Um, so things are going to get a little bit stressful here now for me, um, cause we're going to ramp up soon. So we'll have some workers coming in soon, um, for the blueberry season, probably in about, I'd say a month and a half, um, cause we'll increase the workforce for the New Jersey growing season soon. Um, which is an exciting time. It's stressful, but it's very exciting for me. And like I said, that's the part of my job. I really enjoy, um, is the New Jersey growing season. And, you know, I love it. Um, it's long days, it's long hours, but it's really what, you know, kind of motivates me to be here and do my job is, is that part of the business. Um, but yeah, the typical day for me is, is everyone here kind of laughs because I never know what my day is going to entail because I have so many different things that I do for the company. Um, so some days I'll be in our Vineland operation and then other days I'll be in our Egg Harbor City operation, which is where our farming headquarters are. So I kind of bounce back and forth um, and I work with a lot of different people um, in our organization. So my uncle, he's usually at um, our Egg Harbor City operation. So I'll be helping him out with the operations there. And then I'm also involved with the operation here in Vineland. So I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between both locations. And since farming season's starting to ramp up since it's April and we'll get started pretty soon and we'll have workers coming and we need to get them signed up and ready for the season, I'll be starting to be at the Egg Harbor City location more. So we're just kind of getting ready for New Jersey growing season and farm season soon here. So down to the nitty gritty of like helping with operations, that means like dealing with the paperwork with H2A workers. Um, Yeah. So, so as far as like farming operations for what I do is I deal with the paperwork. So um, all the different inspections and things we need for our workers and where they live because they live on our farm, um, getting them signed in, um, everything regarding their payroll and the piece for payroll because we pay by the piece for farming. Um, yeah, really anything that has to do with the workers basically is what I handle. Um, and then everything with the compliance, any inspections, like I said, for the living operation or um, anything for like the New Jersey for MISPA, which is um, the migrant seasonal labor um, and everything like that. What was that? Did you just say an acronym? From- uh, yeah, it's called MISPA. So it's migrant seasonal um, labor. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, I guess if you do a lot of the compliance and rules and safety, then you've had a crazy year more than even normal. <laughs> yeah, it, it really, it really has been. And, and last year was definitely stressful for us. Um, yeah, really, that was just at the forefront of, I think what we wanted to do was we had so many workers coming in to work on the farm because it's, it's so labor intensive. It, it, you know, we wanted to make sure everybody was, was safe and, you know, we were safe, our family and our year round workers were safe. So that was really at the forefront of what I wanted to make sure. And, 
my uncle as well, because he's so involved in, in the management of the farming side of the operation for us. So that was really important to us as well. Yeah. Was it in the beginning when no one knew what we were supposed to do and whatnot? I mean, and there were different guidelines with county and state and federal and, and then global. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you handle like when you don't even know what the correct thing is to do? We had, um, we had some guidelines come out from the state of New Jersey. So we were, and they actually said they were like recommended. They weren't, um, like law for us to follow. Right. So we, we took them and we followed them on, at our operations, um, here in Jersey. So we followed them, um, even though they were recommended and not, you know, right. law, just because we wanted to make sure we were doing everything we could for our workers. And that's another just big part of my job too, is making sure the workers are safe and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and everyone's getting paid correctly. And um, we have a system at our farm um, that we use for the payroll where when they're getting paid, um, they can bring what they picked up to the trucks. Um, they get a little receipt that shows what they're picking. Um, so it's it's really the systems that we use are great so that they have accountability for what they're working and picking and everything. What What's another way? another way of doing that like a lot of people use um are actually still using like tickets to like give the worker like a like kind of like a ride ticket when you go to, like the carnivals and everything um but all ours is all electronic um we have like scanners and printers and it's all electronic and it's really great so we're just that's another thing i'm trying to do i'm trying to keep up with the times um i guess that's kind of a funny way of saying it but trying to keep up with the technology trying to keep up with you know, everything I can do here to keep, you know, us up with the newest, the latest and greatest so that we can stay up with what we need to be staying up with for our comp or both companies here. Yeah. So, um, the Consolo family farms is the, the farm part and then fresh wave is the, um, packing and distribution. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Packing distribution and shipping. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I guess the electronic, uh, counting, what do you, what do you call it? You pay by the piece. Is that what you said? That's, That's like correct. Yeah. We pay by the piece. Um, uh, what's the benefit of, of doing it electronically? Um, it's just accountability, basically. Um, the worker knows that they're being paid. Um, you know, they get that receipt. They know that it's coming in our system. It's coming to the office. We know who's getting paid for what it says the exact field that they're picking in. Um, it really is just keeping track of everything down to the exact field that they're picking in the exact worker that picked it, um, how many they picked. It's, it's a really great system. Um, so yeah, it, it tracks everything for us. And before, or at least at some, you know, other ways of doing it with when it's just like a paper ticket, it's just, there's no record of anything beyond right. what they need to get paid that day or that right. time period. Right. Um, and then after that, it's just, who knows? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could see how that would be helpful. Um, that could what affect with, if you do you get repeat like the same any of the same laborers from 
what countries do they come from besides local? And we do, we get a lot of the same um, people who come back year to year. So that's in another like good experience for me is we've had the same people come back, um, you know, year to year to year. Um, most of them come from Mexico and Guatemala. Um, and a lot of them actually stay in Florida. Um, so they have homes or thing, they have homes or places to stay, stay in Florida. Um, but they come back year after year to year. Um, so we've had a lot of the repeat same people who come seasonally. Um, so they'll come and they'll work in June and July um, with us, but they've been coming for years. So we know them. I've developed relationships with them because I work so closely with them um, with my job position. Um, but, you know, it's rewarding for me. And I think that's just a big part of why I've developed um, a love for that side of the business because it's rewarding to just um, work with these people. They come back to our farm because they like working there. Um, and that's why I like that, you know, versus, you know, all the paperwork and stuff that I do is not as rewarding as that side of the business. So do you speak Spanish? I don't. And I, I really need to learn. Everybody says that I need to get on Rosetta Stone and learn or one of those programs because it would be so beneficial just because that's such a big part of my job. Yeah. 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 I've said the same thing. It's, it seems really helpful to know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, uh, so when you were growing up, um, what was it like, um, was this like, as far as the, the family company and, um, what you wanted to do when you grew up? So I was really around farming produce my whole life. Um, I mean, it's been in my family since the 1920s. So my grandfather and his father were in the business. So it's really been around me forever. Um, and my dad, you know, um, started our company. So like I said, it's, it's just been in my family forever. So it's always around it. Um, when I went to college, I really had no intention of being involved in the business. I, I majored in entrepreneurship. I minored in finance. So I, I wanted to be involved in business. Um, I actually had this dream of, of wanting to have a bakery. Um, so I worked in bakeries for, for years, like throughout, yeah, throughout high school and um, throughout college. I was really, really um, wanting to have this bakery. My dad approached me and was like, hey, I really want you to try out the family business. And I was like, okay, you know, I, I majored in business. Um, let me give this a shot. So I came in and as I mentioned in the beginning, I kind of got thrown into this food safety position, which was all paperwork and compliance. Um, then I kind of started doing marketing <laughs> and then my position just slowly started to grow. Um, so I just got so enveloped in our business <laughs> Um, and then I kind of took an interest in the farming operation. Um, and that's kind of where my passion for, for the produce business kind of started to grow. Um, and my brother's here now, um, and my sister actually just started to get involved, but working alongside my brother. And as I mentioned, my uncle's involved, I just kind of started to develop more of like a love for it. Whereas when I first came in, I just kind of got thrown into it, um, but I started to find like my niche in the business. And now I really just enjoy, like, I'm really getting excited that the summer's coming and, you know, we're getting into New Jersey growing season. And I kind of found my, 
my part of what I like in the business. But yeah, I just started developing more and more of um, more responsibilities and I started taking on more and more. So now I just, I'm totally so involved in the business and um, everybody always say, why don't you start like a farm? Like, you know, like people have farm, farm markets or blueberry muffins. And, and my dad always say like, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just, (laughs) one day I just, I don't have time. One day I will do it, but right now I yeah. just I don't have time, especially you know during our summer season. I'm like, yeah, you know, with such long hours. But yeah, I would love to do it one day. And baking is still like a really big um, hobby of mine. That's so close to my heart. But um, I love this now so much because I kind of found my you know thing in like the farming side of our business. But and I really enjoy you know working alongside my dad and my brother and my uncle. So. Cool. Um, okay. This is not exactly related, but I'm curious. Um, is there a particular kinds of baked goods that, that you are really were into or are? So the, the, one of the bakeries that I worked at, it was like strictly cupcakes. So that used to be my thing was all cupcakes. And then I started making this blueberry cake that everyone was obsessed with. And the first time I made it, it was like mushy. It didn't come out right. It looked terrible. And everyone was making fun of me that it like didn't look right because it was like all I, I can't even explain how it looked. And then they tasted it and they loved it. So I started perfecting it, perfecting it, perfecting it and making it look great. And everyone just loves it. So then kind of after that, cakes became my thing. So I guess I would say cakes now, but it used to be cupcakes and everyone loves the blueberry cake. So. Oh, yeah, I was I think I just I'm doing this scene on social thing where I'm featuring different produce industry posts on five different platforms. And on TikTok, I um, was following this uh, Justine underscore snack. Oh, she put the blueberry cookies. Yeah, you, yeah. you know. <laughs> They're, they are blowing up. Yeah. So uh, we featured her, her blueberry cookies. And I personally actually just went out and bought the ingredients because now I have to make them. I saw those. <laughs> I saw. Uh, so it just made me think of you and like combining those two things, which just seems yeah. kind of natural. Um, yeah. But someday I get it. Like when people say, are you going to write this other thing, you know, outside of work? And I'm like, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But um, okay. So um, that's great that you're like, find Like there's enough room and flexibility and different, areas of the company where you can kind of find where your fit is and yeah um um how how do you I mean so you have to manage people right that's part of it yeah for sure how how do you uh do that (laughs) um I feel like I've been asked this question before and I've said like I kind of take that attitude, like step out from behind the desk. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but I kind of try to work alongside my staff. And um, I feel like sometimes that can be a challenge too, because I'm not really good at delegating and I'm kind of a perfectionist. Um, But I maybe try to always do too much, but I really just try to, when I have time, work alongside everybody. So, 
Um, I don't try to be that person that's a leader above everybody. I try to be that person that's kind of with them. Um, so I try to see that, you know, um, no job is, is not a job for me. So I always get involved like with farming, for example, in the packing operation in the field operation, like I'm out in the field, I'm not behind the desk, just sitting, you know, behind my computer. So I think that's another reason why I started to like that operation because I was kind of getting out. And um, I think that helped my leadership style because I was meeting the workers and, and just getting so involved. And I think that's helped me um, because they see me out there, um, you know, with them. So. And is the operations, a lot of the, the running of the, the business side, um, not the actual growing, growing part. Is that correct? I'm sorry. What was the question? Um, like when you're, you're dealing with operations, is that a lot of the running of the business and not the actual farming growing part or is it? Um, yeah. So a lot of the, I, I, we have two, so two parts of the business, kind of like you were saying earlier. So Consolo Family Farms is the growing side. Um, so kind of what I've been talking about. Um, and then we have the fresh wave, which is like the packer shipper, um, distributor side. Um, so we do a lot of things, um, which is the Vineland, New Jersey location, which is the headquarters of the Fresh Wave. Um, so a lot of the operations um, at Fresh Wave um, kind of involve, we do a lot of like custom packaging, um, we do a lot of like bagging operations here um, for different fruits, limes, clementines, um, custom packaging for like wet vegetables, so like cilantro, oh, um, different herbs, um, like collard greens. Um, we do lettuce items here. So a lot of custom packing for those type items is like the operational side of what goes on at Fresh Wave. Um, so my involvement in that is as far as like, um, I handle a lot of the packaging for that. So like a lot of the design and different things. That, um, so that's my involvement with um, like the operation side of, um, of Fresh Wave. Okay. Um, and how early do you start your day? Um, so I will not lie to you because everyone will see this interview. I am not a morning person. Um, so it's very funny during farming season that I have to be like, wake up. Um, so this time of year, I do not start my day early and then I will be up at midnight and one and two o'clock in the morning doing emails and, um, up all night. So I'm here. No one else. I'm very much a night person like this time of year when we're not in growing season. So I'm always doing things late at night when we're in growing season, we start the day very early. I would say like the workers sometimes start like five in the morning and I usually start around six. Um, and we sometimes work really late. Um, it can be 11 o'clock at night that we work too. So it's hard, but it's a short season. And yeah, I mean, it's very, it's, it's such a motivating experience. Um, to you're trying to get a crop, you're trying to get it to consumers, you're, you're picking, you're packing. It's, it's such a, it, for me, it's very motivating, especially to do it alongside your family. Um, but yeah, I have to be awakened by thunder or <laughs> the phone ringing a million times. It's very difficult for me. Yeah. 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 Actually same. So, <laughs> but, um, but I don't have people like trying to pick 
um, blueberries outside waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I guess the motivating thing is it just like, you can see that, oh, that was a really lame pun that came into my head, but uh, (laughs) I guess this is where it comes from. You can see the fruits of your labor. Yeah, I, I, you know, um, I won't. Say I guess that. I, I guess when I think about um, you know why I do my job, it's just that I feel good about it. You know, I feel good going to work. You know, with my brother and my uncle, my dad, and um, seeing the good that comes out of it. Um, you know, seeing what we do, seeing what we produce, and when we produce a good crop, um, I feel good about it. So, and I, yeah. I want to see the company grow. I mean, that's you know, big goal of mine. I want to see the family company grow and continue, you know, my grandpa's legacy and what he did and just continue the company's legacy and the family's legacy. Yeah. That was uh, one of the later questions I wanted to ask, which was, um, are they, do you see certain trends um, or new, new ways of doing business or new varieties or new packaging or new, um, uh, I mean, since you've done marketing or new ways to sell, um, are you using social media to anything beyond like, look at our beautiful crop or this is how farming works kind of thing? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm handling the social media, um, and, and I've definitely seen, like you're mentioning a lot of different new trends. I mean, there are trends in packaging um, with blueberries. We're, we're currently doing a top seal. So it's a peel and reseal, like kind of like you see with Oreos. Um, So that uses 35% less plastic. Um, But there's currently a lot of other different trends with um, clamshells. A lot of people are trying to move to cardboard um, instead of using plastic. Um, But there's, we're seeing a lot of different, um, trends to move away from even like the cardboard boxes with vegetables. We're seeing people try to move, um, even to dip to plastic boxes. Um, cause they're saying that that's better for the environment. Um, so just a lot of different environmental trends that I'm seeing as far as packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, as far as like selling and different things like that, um, I'm not as much involved in the sales, um, but we've seen just so much move to the computer now, you know, not as many people getting on the phone or meeting in person. And I think, you know, that has a lot to do with, you know, the pandemic that's going on as well, but you don't always get to see people. So we haven't had as many like meetings in person as far as everything with us. So I think that's changing a lot. And I think that'll just become a trend. Um, More will just happen over the computer. So people are already like, well, this is such a time saver. It's not as personal, but sure. Not as personal. That's exactly what I was getting at. Yeah. Um, but then again, as, as hopefully the pandemic fades, <laughs> um, people are craving that too. Right. But, um, the interaction, um, okay. Well, um, as far as the, the broader industry, um, are, uh, have you been involved in organizations or doing, doing things uh, outside of the company 
or yeah so um i'm involved in the states um new jersey's blueberry advisory council i feel really grateful that some of the um other growers in the state got me involved in that um I was an ambassador for North American Blueberry Council um, a few years ago, did that for two years. So I've been um, actively been getting more involved in that. Um, I did uh, PMA's Emerging Leaders Program, which was really honestly one of the best experiences of my life. So I did that last year. Um, we had a virtual graduation from that. Um, so usually there's a grad, like an in-person graduation at PMA. So mine was unfortunately virtual, but I met just some amazing people, like-minded individuals that are in similar positions as myself, um, growing leaders in their companies, um, growers, um, buyers for retail stores. They had a variety of different, um, people that are in the industry from different backgrounds, but, but like-minded, um, growing, very motivated. And I learned from the program, but I also met these people to connect with, which was really what I came out of it with. And like I said, one of the best experiences of my life, I'm so glad I did it. I would highly recommend it to growing individuals that are young and upcoming in the industry because it was really an amazing experience. They had reached out to us um, about a week ago and asked, they were looking for mentors for next year's program. And I had, I sent back to them, Hey, I'm really interested. I would love to do that. So um, I'm going to be doing that for, for next year's program. How, how recently did you graduate from college? Um, I graduated from college in 2014. Okay. Okay. So that's so when I came, that's when I came into the business. Yeah. So, um, already, I guess you're, you're being noticed all around. Right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, any other final thoughts about where you'd like to see this industry go in any kind of way? I just really would, I guess it's some thoughts about like these programs that I've been involved in, but I'd love to see, you know, more young people get involved um, and like these programs and everything. And um, like, like I said, the emergently emerging leaders program, excuse me, was such a great experience. And um, the state blueberry council that I'm involved in, and I had been an ambassador for, for NABC, which is the North American Blueberry Council. Sometimes when I go to these things, I'm one of the only young young people there. And I just like to see um, younger people get more involved um, as a young person getting into the business and getting involved in farming and getting involved in um, the produce business in general. Um, it was nice to connect with like-minded young people. And I'd love to see other young people um, get more involved. Yeah. I mean, we've been hearing that we need that to happen to keep yeah. it going. <laughs> and that's what I've been hearing too, from this older, <laughs> um, growers and older people in the industry and older farmers and in, in our area in Jersey. Um, we just need to keep it going. And okay. Thank you for taking this time. Thank and- you for having me. Yeah. So that was Amy's conversation with Chelsea. 
keep an eye out for that full list of 2021 Women in Produce nominees coming soon. And in the meantime, a few recent episodes of the podcast you may want to check out. uh, Topics including the return to in-person trade shows, plastic and packaging, social audits, and much more. So we thank you as always for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Tip of the Iceberg podcast.